the Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. that in a month's time or two months' time you go back and do exactly the same workout and it's just that little bit easier. The power of working out and looking after yourself in front of your children, in front of the next generation, you are normalising women looking after themselves and I think that's a really, really powerful thing. Hello and welcome to Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah and I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist, and on this episode, we're talking progress, baby. Specifically, what to do when you feel like you've hit a bit of a wall with your exercise. So you might have been doing the same workouts for a while, or you just feel a bit stuck, and no matter what you do, it's not feeling any better, or you don't feel like you're getting any stronger. Yeah, if you feel like you're not making any progress, don't worry, it happens to the best of us, uh, particularly uh, us exercise slots. Oh, it definitely happens to me. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry, we're going to talk you through some of the things that we do to kind of push through when the uh, dreaded wall hits you. We are going to get right into it. Yeah, specifically with... did you actually end up doing the don't want to run run? This was the challenge that we set yeah, two episodes nah, no. ago. <laughs> no, episode. Yeah, two. Was it two episodes ago? And then we were yeah. like, no, no, we'll do it. We'll do it next episode. And then I yeah. was like, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it. No, no, I haven't. I haven't done it yet. And uh, look, you know, we all know I like to overshare. So I get really, really sore boobs each month right before my period is due. And that's what this week has been for me. And uh, yeah, so like for a good seven to ten days before my period is due, it is just uncomfortable to run. So I, I was taking my dog for a walk this week and uh, and I thought, oh, okay, let's kind of just at least, you know, kick it test up a notch. Test the waters. Yep. Test the yep. waters. Let's just uh, take it into a nice little gentle jog. And, uh, and yeah, breasts said no. Boobs so, yeah, it's, said no. <laughs> it's called cyclical nostalgia. And it's actually, it's a pretty common PMS symptom for a lot of women. And yeah, despite chatting about sports bras last week, I realised that I actually do not have a bra that is up for the challenge of looking after my knockers. Um, so no, I have not done the uh, the don't want to run run because I actually did want to run. But yeah, boobs did not want to run Boob this said week. no. I did do the uh, the yoga with Adrian morning flow well, there a few you go. times this week. That was the challenge because that, we said you either do the don't want to run run or do the morning yoga flow, the 22-minute morning yoga flow. Do one or the other if you can. You did one. That's heaps. I love that flow. It is It is so – it's It's really – I don't know. I just, I'm really digging it at the moment. Um, I did it this morning. When I got up to do it this morning, I kind of walked into the spare room where my yoga mat is and I was like, oh, I don't even know if I really can do this. But as, uh, as Adrian says in the early part of that uh, video, the hardest part is just showing up and – yeah, actually, once I got started, I was away. It was good. Felt it's great so, afterwards. It's so true. And, you know, like we talk about this all the time. You, you, the biggest challenge with exercise sloths is, you know, is starting, you know, and it's so many of the Nike Run Club apps will start with the same thing. The, the biggest challenge is starting the run. You shouldn't actually celebrate the finish line. You should celebrate the starting line because that's the oh, that's biggest brilliant. moment. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's the same thing with with any you know with the yoga flow as well. Like the yeah, the, the biggest challenge is actually getting on the mat and actually getting going. Once you're going, it's all momentum from there. And whatever you end up doing, whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, or the full twenty-two, who cares? The fact that you got there, got on the mat, started. Yeah, I was like, well, just give it a crack, just give it a start. I like I almost did the seven-minute workout because in my brain I was going, oh, I just don't think you're in the mood to do any of this. Maybe you can face seven minutes. Then go next. Actually, no, I really like that 22-minute yoga, morning yoga um, session, so I'll, I'll give that a go. Good call on not doing the don't want to run run. Good call on uh, not doing the seven-minute workout. And yeah. um, excellent call on, you know, going with a bit of morning yoga flow instead, which is still spicy, as you said. Did you get the run done? <laughs> I did the don't want to run run. I did it. I actually Yay! did it this time, you know, outdoors on a bike path, not just on a you know, stationary bike like I did last week. Um, It was great. Look, it's been, I would say, I'm going to say maybe six to eight weeks since I've been for a run and it didn't feel entirely awful. Like, you know, obviously the body's Awesome. I thought you were going to say it was just dreadful. No, well, I mean, because I've been on the bike and and doing the seven-minute workouts and a bit of yoga and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. So obviously the fitness level was still there. Just some of the the running kind of mechanisms, I I must admit, I I took a little bit to warm into it. Um, It didn't feel amazing. I'm also super tired and quite stressed and we're in lockdown. And the other thing that I noticed is because I am panicked about about being outside too much, I'm conscious of that. And with exercise, it's you don't have to wear a mask if you're exercising uh, where we are at the moment. Um, I did try to start the run with my mask on just because I want to be mm. ultra, yeah. ultra careful. But then I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> okay, this is, you know, like you're saving yourself from COVID, but you die from, you know, suffocating. So I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it wasn't actually that busy on the bike path. So I was like, I think I'm okay. I'll take it off, um, which was much more comfortable. But I was still, I think, a bit stressed and a bit conscious. And, and you know, like the we spoke about this, you know, quite a few episodes ago now, but we did speak about the impact of like that inner monologue and and the effect that it can have on you. And it's so true. Like I, I, oh, I can I think just that drain I, you of your confidence too. Yeah. And I just think that I was expending a lot of mental energy on, you know, trying to be 1.5 metres away from people if I ran around them or, you know, if I overtook someone or something. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, and trying to be mindful of, you know, anybody else doing kind of any crazy heavy breathing on the bike path. I was like, ah, God, I wish there were shedding. more of you in the world. <laughs> Viral shedding. Ah! <laughs> I just wish some of the people that uh, that I'm exercising around spent ten percent more time thinking like that. <laughs> yeah, or just even people at the supermarket. Jeez, like just oh yeah, give me some space. Um, yeah, finished it. Felt good. Tick done. Got on with the rest of my day. Um, and I wasn't the only one who did. It. I meant to mention this last week because she did it last week. She was way better than you and I. Uh, one of our wily followers, Karen, she sent us a, a DM last week to say that. She did the run. She said, thank you for the don't want to run run. I haven't run in ages. And it was so helpful with Coach Bennett in my ear. And I totally agree with you, Karen. Um, It's really nice. It's also super distracting and takes my mind off the fact that I'm running and doing something kind of unpleasant. So, yeah. Well done, Karen. It was it was it was that message from Karen that made me say that I would definitely do it this week. Um, Sorry, Karen. Um, hey, something else that happened this week, though, uh, on a day that I didn't do a run, uh, it was a day that I jumped on the bike um, and my I had every uh, plan to ride for a long but kind of more moderate ride, so not really very spicy, but just kind of nice, slow, uh, moderate ride. And I wanted to 
do it for the entire episode that I was watching. I can't remember what it was, but it was about, you know, 42-minute episode or something like that. Yep. Well, I got to, like, 18 minutes, and that entire 18 minutes was hard. And mm-hmm. and I wasn't even really trying that hard. It just felt harder than it has, and like harder than it literally did the day before. And then I was like, oh, God, I, I don't I don't think I could make 42 minutes. And then I was like, like, just try and get to 22 if you can, because then at least you've hit your 22 minutes minimum a day. You know, that will make me feel okay. And so I just kind of said to myself, look, you know, you've just started a song. The song's probably about three or so minutes long, three or four minutes. If you just get to the end of this song, that should be roughly around 22 minutes and then you can call it a day. Um, and I did that and I, I finished the 22 minutes and brilliant. I just stopped because I was like, even though I had the best of intentions, even though I wanted to go for longer, I had the time to go for longer, you know, I'd, I'd set all the right systems in place to, you know, really make the most of this workout. <laughs> when I got to it, it felt so shit that I was just like, no. And no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, this is this is precisely what I was hoping that you would say at this point. I was like, please tell me you're not just going to tell a story about I how pushed you through it. <laughs> pushed, pushed through, no pain, no gain. Um, it's it's so important that we listen to our bodies when when they are telling us loud signals when it feels really, really awful. And you know that's not because you are terrible at doing it. You did probably half an hour the day before and you've probably done 45 minutes a few days later. It's so important to listen. You 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 did 22 minutes. That's amazing. That's mm. brilliant. That's mm. 22 minutes that you wouldn't have done if you hadn't have got on the bike in the first place. But why push yourself to the point of exhaustion purely to, I don't know, meet some kind of little mini goal that you've set yourself that doesn't really, like it's just, yeah. Listen to your body. That's brilliant. I love mm, that. Mm. And yeah, it just it it totally reiterated to me something that you and I have said so many times to each other. You don't have to finish the workout. And you know, again with you, you know, pushing through to like actually start the yoga flow. That's the biggest challenge. Just start. Whatever happens after that point is all yeah. a bonus. You don't have to finish the workout. And I'm so glad that I stopped because it did mean that I could go back a couple of days later after resting and do a really good one. Put on yeah. some tunes, you know, do some crazy, you know, arm punch dancing along with the bike, you know, as I'm riding. Like it was, you know, there was I had energy for that. But yeah, I probably wouldn't have had that if I'd forced myself. Yeah, you know, like I, there are so many shit things that people say to you across your life about exercise. And one of the things that I remember, I, I don't even know who said it to me, but somebody once said to me, once you start running, you should never stop. Oh, um, good. So they're still running <laughs> now. They must be years exhausted. <laughs> And That's remember, really shit advice. Yeah, by the way. yeah. I, I, it was a dude. Uh, I don't know who. I can't. I don't know whether it was like a coach or a teacher or something. Like once you start to run, you must never stop. And I was like, "That's real shit advice." And it is. And <clears throat> and I don't think any coach would, you know, any professional athlete would would agree with that. That's a total exercise myth. Um, mm. But yeah. And also, I'd- are you trying to become a professional athlete at this point? <laughs> no. No, not, not like at all. It's, nope. No. Are you trying to become a bit fitter than you were this time last year? Yes. Yeah. So 22 minutes on the bike when you weren't really necessarily up for it is phenomenal. Woo! I'll take the phenomenal. I'm phenomenal. Sarah said I'm phenomenal. No, yeah. When that little nugget of truth actually sunk into my brain that you don't have to finish the workout, 
It, that that was an absolute game changer. Oh, it changes I, I everything. Sta- I started so many more workouts in the knowledge that I did not have to finish them. And I probably finished the majority of them. But sometimes I'm just like, nah, I'm out. I'm tapping out of this one. This one's yeah. not for me. You don't have to finish the workout. Just see how much you can do. Um, but gee, it takes a long time to unwire your brain. Like, oh, it does. Confidently it does. say to yourself, we it's talked okay a bit to stop about neuroplasticity minutes. last week. But neuroplasticity and relearning takes time. Neuroplasticity. She's coming back. She's coming back with the big words again. I thought we were. I thought it was all. You know, it was all endos at the BDNF club last week, and now we're into. Hey, so uh, we got some very, very excellent emails to the Women Like You inbox over the last week. So special that we wanted to share them. Uh, The first one that we got was from Jenny. Uh, Jenny emailed and it's at womenlikeyoupodcast at gmail.com. So you can email us at any time. Sarah and I will read them. It's also the place that you can go if you want to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, uh, which Jenny did. Um, Thank you, Jenny. Uh, so Jenny sent us Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. She says, thanks for today's episode and all the others too. I've listened to them all and have taken so much encouragement and practical helpfulness from them. I'm a stay-at-home mum to three boys under five. Holy crap. Three <laughs> boys under five and a part-time student. So life is busy and your hacks have really helped me push through to get some exercise done most days. It's awesome. The boys actually join in with me when I do the seven-minute workout now. Yes. And watching their funny attempts helps me push through. I love that giving priority to my own physical health is an example to them and hopefully teaching them to do the same as they get older. Yes. Um, Yes. I also wanted to say that after having three unmedicated childbirth experiences, exercise is not any easier, but I still use some of the birth skills distraction techniques to push through the tough bits of exercise. Like the last five minutes on the exercise bike or the first five minutes of a run, I'll count to 10 over and over, or I'll tap my hand on the handlebars, or I'll visualize a good memory to take me out of the moment. Music works kind of the same way. It takes your mind somewhere else. And Jenny says she's looking forward to checking out the Wiley playlist soon, the, the Spotify playlist that we put together. She says, keep up all the good stuff. I'm very thankful for you both. What a bloody superstar. Seriously. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. I'm actually just going to read that email to myself of a morning when I'm feeling, you know, unmotivated. Just go, uh, this lady has three boys under the age of five and she's a student and she's a full-time mum. And yeah. she's working out Get on the bloody most, mat, yeah. Kavanaugh. <laughs> Get on the mat, Kavanaugh. And she's doing some exercise most days. Like, that's yeah, phenomenal. phenomenal. This so is many- why I love women. Yes, women are the best. So many um, amazing takeaways from that email, Jenny. So thank you so much. The biggest thing, one of the biggest things for me is the power of working out and looking after yourself in front of your children, in front of the next generation. You are normalizing women looking after themselves. And I think that's a really, really powerful thing for parents to be looking after themselves, taking that time out, especially mums carving out that space. You're actually teaching your children that A, your time is important and your time to yourself is important um but also yeah that it's a good thing for women to feel confident and strong and you know for their children to see that and respect that and hopefully reflect that as well um, 
Sarah and I haven't had children, but I love the idea of um, using childbirth distraction techniques to push through the pain. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what that pain's like, but I know that there's a lot of wily mums who be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great it's a great idea because look, I'm a big fan of using any kind of distraction technique to get through a difficult situation, and for me, exercising regularly is bloody difficult. Mm. Um, but what are, what if you've if you've had that skill set, you know, driven into you? If you've done your antenatal classes and you have techniques for dealing with the absolute pain of childbirth, you know, use it. Use it. That's I just I love that so much. Mm, transfer that skill, baby. That's amazing. I just I'm actually even thinking about. I mean, I use music as a distraction. Obviously, I turn it up real loud. It's probably terrible for my ears and the fact that I'm an audio producer. But you know, the idea of like counting to ten over and over, or thinking about a happy experience, or you know, tapping the handlebars when I'm riding. Um, I love those ideas. I love that distraction technique. Um, and yeah, as you say, like exercise for us is always a bit shit. So. Anything that can take your mind away from it or take you out of that moment or stop you focusing on <laughs> yeah, stop, stop your thought process spiraling into how shit this feels. Stop me focusing <laughs> on the on the unpleasantness of it all and or like the plank and, and your whole body shaking and you're like, ooh, I can't make it. <laughs> oh, this is why I need music. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And yes, we'll put we'll put another link to the uh, to the Wiley workout playlist um, in the show notes as well. If you haven't checked it out already, um, Jenny's going to. I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, if you've got any other suggestions for songs that you want us to put in there, please um, feel free email to, us to let us know. We also had another amazing email. This is a beautiful email from Angela, and uh, and she says that I'm in a situation of trying to repair my abs and core after having a really big baby and major abdominal separation. Thanks for the recommendation of the Nike training app. I'm really hoping to get back into running after having children. I also heard good things about the couch to 5K, which my physio says is a good option for people like me to restart very slowly and safely. Any recommendations for running headphones that don't fall out? Yes. (laughs) Thank you also for discussing motivation. I fell in a bit of a slump last month. I've been doing daily physio and Pilates exercises to repair my ab separation and started to get quite depressed that progress had stalled at the six-month mark. I'm not sure I will ever be able to move away from thinking of exercise for weight loss or body transformation. I get such positive reinforcement when I'm seeing results, more about feeling toned and feeling good in clothes than the number on the scales. My recommendations, ICG training app for if you have a spin bike. There are in-app purchases, but a lot of free rides. Guide you on RPM, sit-stand, resistance levels, etc. The Qantas Wellbeing app. You earn points just for walking and sleeping when your phone is put down. My husband and I challenge each other for a step challenge each week. Regardless of who wins, we will get some points for the week. I realise we can't fly anywhere in the foreseeable future, but you can always use your points to buy alcohol. (laughs) There are about a thousand things in this email that I am just totally fangirling over. Yes, I, I, absolutely. I, have, I do have recommendations for running headphones that don't fall out, but I'll, I'll come to that in a bit. And this is, you know, this is where I think, you know, you and I said that we want to talk about progress and what to do when you hit a wall. Um, so basically, you know, from what Angela said there is she's got a specific program that, that her physio has set out for her and she's been doing the same sorts of daily physio Pilates um, exercises to kind of repair that um, ab separation post-childbirth. Holy shit, just, you know, to begin with, like 
Women are amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Women are amazing. <laughs> we'll the say human it. body is amazing. The female body is the most amazing. <laughs> you take the cake. Oh, amazing. But, you know, like it, I really want to just reframe the way that we see that we see progress because we've been hardwired to believe that progress has to be results progress has to be seeing the weight come off on the scales uh that that you know progress has to be feeling you know better when you do a run than you did maybe last week feeling stronger pushing out more reps um you know whatever the whatever the kind of marker of success we're we're kind of hardwired to look Mm. for progress otherwise what's the point right and I think the biggest thing for, for Sarah and I in this whole exercise journey, for want of a better word, is that if you reframe how you see progress, it helps enormously. So your progress isn't necessarily that you're able to do more reps, you're able to you know, do the ab reps you know, better than you did a week ago or a couple of months ago or or that you're faster or you're stronger or any of that stuff. Your progress is, and we've talked about it a bit this episode, your progress is literally do something every day to look after yourself. Mm, yeah, and, and remember that, yeah, progress, sometimes in a lockdown, sometimes when you are, you know, recovering post-op or recovering from pregnancy, recovering from childbirth, Sometimes progress is just being able to just fit that consistent practice into your into your life. Progress can also take the form of stability. You know, just mm. keeping keeping up a bit of effort every every day, a li- you know, a little bit every day. That consistency will actually ultimately result in in a progress of sorts. It might not be a progress that that you see with your measuring tape or it might not be a progress that you see on the scales. But that consistent effort is, in fact, the progress. Mm. And also just, yeah, the progress is not the result. The progress is, you know, I got up and I did something today or, you know, I found a a tiny window and I got my workout done. I got out the momentum app and I gave it a green tick because I did something today. Um, It's just about reframing what your success factor is. And if you change your mindset, then... That really helps with this idea that, you know, oh, I've hit a wall. I'm not, I'm not making any improvement. You are. I mean, that, that stuff, as Sarah said, that stuff is happening, you know, like all the stuff that we've talked about in previous episodes, you know, a good bout of, you know, 30-minute moderate exercise helps to regulate your insulin levels for the next 24 hours. You don't see that, but it's, ha- it's happening. You know, like consistent exercise where you're putting your body under stress is pumping out stress hormones and actually helping you deal with stress in everyday life. That's progress. Like it, it's all there. It's all happening. Just because you don't see it mm. doesn't mean it's not happening. And if you just slightly change what your measurement of success is from wanting to feel stronger or, or be better or be able to get more reps in or, or you know, I'm at the six-month mark, I feel like I should be further along, just flip that to I'm at the six-month mark and I've created and I haven't a, given a, up. I haven't given up and I've created a daily up. habit and I'm, I've, I've done yoga and Pilates every single day for six months or, you know, w- whatever it is, but I've, I've, I've been doing it every single day. That's huge. <laughs> One of the things that I really loved in that email from, from Angela was that little steps challenge that she that she does with her husband mm. each week because I think that when you're trying to to find the motivation to keep going and we all know that we're not fans of the the big capital G goal setting 
little mini challenges or, or if you've got a competitive streak, um, you know, setting a little competition between, you know, you and your partner or you and your best mate to, you know, to up the step, you know, to up the number of steps each week or to, you know, stay in the stay in the plank for 10 seconds longer or, you know, work out to the end of the song. Any of those little mini challenges along the way is also progress. So I think it's I think it's really important to also keep your eye out for the progress because I think very oftentimes when we feel like we're not making progress, we, we actually absolutely are, but we just have to be conscious of what that progress might look like. Mm, it, it may not, yeah, progress isn't necessarily linear, but it also may not be in the way that you wanted it to be. Mm. And that's okay. It's still happening and you're still moving forward. And sometimes progress really sneaks up on you. Yeah. Like when you have a little weird breakthrough, like, you know, like you, you try the plank pose or you try the push-ups and, you know, you did this workout, you know, a month ago and you felt awful and you could only do like three reps. And then all of a sudden those three reps were much easier when you tried it again a month later or or you got to four reps and you're like, holy shit, where did that come from? How did that happen? I wasn't even planning it. <laughs> Progress, baby. Progress. Tell me about these headphones. Oh, yeah. So I've tried everything. Um, I don't know whether it's my ear shape or what, but, you know, like, obviously, earphones, like little earbuds have been very trendy for a while now. Like mm. the Apple ear buddy things. Yeah, those little, yeah, like when we all first started like getting iPhones. Yeah, mm. and you used to, you know, you, obviously every time you had a new phone, you got sent a new pair of earphones that went with the phone, either, either plugged and obviously now you can have AirPods, yada, yada, yada. Um, they never worked for me. They would always fall out and I'd often have to wear, like, like um, elastic kind of, an elastic band thing over my oh okay yeah like head a head to like keep a, them in yeah they're like yeah like a headband but not I don't know what they're called anyway you know what I mean the ones where like you like sweat band for your yes, head for your whole head yeah I'd have to put one of those on to keep the earphones in so they never were and and I'd constantly be distracting myself not in a good way um by trying like shoving shoving them back in so since then I have graduated to full-blown headphones so I run with you know a pair of headphones where like the ear muff things are completely enclosing my ears and I've got a you know giant band over the top of my head so you know I I can turn the volume up I can switch the switch the world out and and do my thing that's kind of where I'm at at the moment Mm -hmm. but one of the things that um I have tried which does work is there are little earphones if you don't want to go the full full head experience like I do there are little headphones that you get where they they actually have like little bendy wire that actually like um you what's the word I'm after it sort of sits over the top of your ear and then you can put the earphone into your actual ear hole like a little Um, seatbelt for your ear yes exactly that this is why you're a doctor you think of these incredible (laughs) ways to describe (laughs) things yes like a little seatbelt sits over the top of your ear plugs in uh they do stay in obviously you're kind of giving up a little bit of sound quality but if if that's not really your bag like me then that's these will work and they're fine so i'll put i'll I'll find some examples i'll put some in the show notes but there are definitely options that you can use that don't fall out and that aren't annoying like um like earphones should we set a challenge Obviously, and I promise I will definitely do it. Well, you've got sore boobs. Should we do something a little less a little less intense than running or seven-minute workout type vibe? Is that maybe something that's a good option? Please, please. Yes. How, how about something like low impact? Yes, I actually have a recommendation for a low impact workout. Um, there is a great it's – a, it's a full body 
low impact workout on the Mad Fit YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the uh, the Maddie Limburner um, YouTube channel. She's phenomenal. She's great. She's super cute. She's really motivating. Really easy to easy to watch. Um, but there's one, uh, and I'll pop a link there. It's called the Full Body Full Body Hit. Um, Look, it is. I've done it a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit spicy, but there's no equipment required. There's no jumping. So it's nice and gentle on the joints. It's gentle on the boobage. It goes for about 22 minutes so that you know that you are at least getting your 22 minutes in. Mm. And uh, and look, remember, you can always adapt these kind of online workouts to your own fitness level. So, you know, we're talking about progress. If you, you know, if you pop this one on and you're doing it and you go, oh, wow, this is a little bit more advanced than I was thinking, then just, you know, take it take it down a notch. If she's doing if she's doing gentle lunges, she might knock out ten in the time that uh, that the lunging section's on. You might only do three. That's mm. totally fine. Or don't go and, as low. Or don't go as low. You know, just yeah, take it take it nice and gently. Take it to whatever is physically comfortable for you. I'm not a fan of pushing through the pain. I think Ooh. that's terrible advice. Take it easy, you know, knock it down to your own fitness level. And we've been talking a lot about, you know, measuring progress. And like we said before, sometimes it can be really motivating to come back to a workout down the track and realize that previously you could only do three lunges or two push-ups and you weren't very, you know, you weren't feeling very strong or very confident with them. You might find that in a month's time or two months' time, you go back and do exactly the same workout, and it's just that little bit easier. Mm. And that, for me, that gives me a real boost of enthusiasm and and motivation. So it's a it's a great it's a great little low it's a low impact, but still spicy enough that you'll you'll feel it. It's a great workout. Awesome. So that is the uh, Mad Fit Full Body Hit on the Maddie Limberger YouTube page. I um, love that there's uh, if you if you do read the comments and it's probably one of the only times that I'll actually read the comments. Read the comments the section. section. <laughs> the first comment on this one just says, "Who else is lying down in bed watching and thinking that they might do this later?" <laughs> I love that. I remember reading a tweet back at like the start of the pandemic last year, um, somebody in the UK who was basically like, "I signed up to all these like exercise Zoom classes and <laughs> I've just been watching the class from bed, like still logging in, but just absolutely not doing <laughs> class. Watching just as kick, everyone gets to the burpees and you're just lying just there. Just kicking back in bed with a glass of shardy going, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely get to this one day. Um, awesome. I love that. And remember, you know, as we've said a couple of times uh, in this episode in particular, you don't have to finish the workout. If, if you do start something new this week, whether it's the full body hit, you know, whether it's the don't want to run run, whether it maybe it's the morning yoga flow um, from, from last episode, whatever it is, if you are not feeling it, you don't have to finish it. The fact that you started is enough. You can bail at any time. You don't need a sick note. You can just stop. Just stop. This is, you're not going to get in trouble. I always thought, like, once I start, I, know, I have to finish. Right? I have to, like, you know, I've, I've, I've clicked on, I've, I've started the session, I've, you know, pressed play on the on the workout. I've, done, I've got to fit. No, you don't. Who's, no one's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Walk You'll away. only disappoint yourself, and I'm not going to be disappointed in myself anymore. <laughs> no. Life is disappointing enough. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's grim. <laughs> it's like, you know, day... 50,047 in lockdown and anyway 
The Women Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search for Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can email us at womenlikeyoupodcast at gmail.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, just like Angela and Jenny did. Yeah, send us an email. It'll keep us busy and excited. And uh, and look, chances are, if you share something with us, a lot of other women are going to find something really beneficial in it as well. Oh, totally. I've I've learned so much just from those two emails. And um, I'm so glad that we're able to pass them on. So um, yeah, please email us, womenlikeyoupodcast at gmail.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And that's it, really, for the episode. We're done. (laughs) It's, It's a wrap. It's a wrap, baby. I love you. Uh, I hope your boobies are okay. Uh, oh, yeah, it's day two of my period today, so the boobs are settling down, but the uterus is just kicking it. Oh, the bung ovary situation. Oh, no, it's not so much a bung ovary. It's just it's just standard menstruation pain. Oh, see, this is my grasp of science. I just immediately assumed um, once you said uterus, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember it's the things from the time and stuff. All right, I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. I'll talk oh, to you soon. Miss you. Talk miss to you, you soon. Bye. Bye.